Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Stuffing Around, Stuff Magazine's gaming-centric podcast. I'm joined today by Nick Cowan. Hello. And Brad Lang. I'm also here. And it's Brad for the very last, last time. My last, my last episode on the show, yeah. We are going to miss you. We're going to miss are you. Are you? I don't give a Wii U to just anyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You, don't, yeah. you are giving me a Wii U as a parting gift, I suppose. Indeed. Which is, which is very, very kind of you. It's going to sit with a, with a very nice um, uh, prime position on my display, I think. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the one game I have for it, which is Lego City Undercover. I mean, again, That's I said this. What more do you need, really? It's a quality game. It's a quality game. You don't know much more. All I'm saying is the second you give it to me, I'm going to connect. Please tell me the Wii U shop is still online. It is still online. Oh, thank God. I'm going to buy Wind Waker HD like the day you give it to me. <laughs> Can't believe it. Like, finally, I will have all the Zeldas. Finally. It's been so long, and I will have them all. You sound, all like, the the, you sound like the man in black from the Dark Tower. They're finally. <laughs> they will all be mine. I was, I was getting more of a Thanos vibe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have inevitable. <laughs> anyway, uh, gaming news. Not mm. a whole lot going on, but Skull and Bone has been delayed, yes. apparently. Skull and, Skull and Bones was released, was announced rather than E3 in 2017. Yep. And do you know what we've seen of it since? Um, I've seen a trailer. That's about it. Yeah, that's actually about the full sum I, the, of what we've the, seen. You know, the past screenshots? Week. The screenshots count? No, they don't count all because right. you can make anything the look past, good in The past week was the first I'd really heard of it uh, at all, to right. be honest. Okay, so basically, this is my theory about Skull and Bones. Okay, well, no, before you get into that, Skull and Bones okay, was announced, and it was meant to be like a pirate-centric naval combat game that was inspired by the basically the, the combat the naval combat system in Assassin's Creed. This is what I'm about to say. Okay. I mean, Black Flag came out and it was like fantastic. It was the best um, best Assassin's Creed game since about Brotherhood. Yes. Right? And one of the most fantastic things about it was the naval combat. Yes. And it was so good that they recycled it through Assassin's Creed Rogue. They and I think somebody over at Ubisoft went, look, this is really, really good. Like we can't a, let go I, I of this. I can milk you. Yeah. I can milk this, yeah. yeah. That was the, the naval combat was first in Assassin's Creed 3, though, wasn't no. it? No. Not in the same way that it was in Black Flag. It but was much, if I remember correctly, it, it, it was a much more watered-down version. Yeah, it was yeah. like a weird side thing you could do mm. in... Um, well, let me put it this way. You didn't get your own ship um, to, mm. to, to... To customize. To customize mm. and, you know, turn into a dreadnought. You know, and and sing sea shanties and. I I always put the, the <laughs> I always put the mermaid on the front of my ship because I was a cheeky boy. And I, thought I think I had a pig cheeky. on the front of mine. Yeah, I, I alternated between the mermaid and the dolphin. Well, no, it's, it's from boy. it was a Captain Pugwash reference, the black pig. Okay, oh, what the hell what is it? Are we about, about to unpack a reference that has no point in being on this podcast? Because <laughs> I'm here for it. We can do it. Here's the thing. You call yourself nerds, and you've never heard of Captain Pugwash. No. You should rectify that after this. Okay, okay we will. All right. So Skull and Bones Skull and Bone has delayed. been delayed into 2023, which means... Two, no, 2022. 2022. Sorry, which means that game will have been in development for five years. Which you'd think in gaming would mean it would come out as a finished, polished product, but in you know recent releases, we see that's not always the case. Well, uh, you say that. Yeah. But, like, how long did... I hesitate to sure, mention sure, Cyberpunk sure. 2077. It took us within five minutes to bring up Cyberpunk on this. Okay, well, let's, it's been a few episodes since we spoke about fair, Cyberpunk. Fair. Okay, well, let's, let's let's talk about, let's say, Grand Theft Auto V. I mean, how long do you think that was in development for? You'll never know. Rockstar won't tell you. Exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I, I think I remember um, doing a tour of Rockstar North um, 
and I was doing the first look for the Daily Telegraph at the time called Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. And they said, oh, this has been in production around about the same time Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. Jeez. Right. So what, that would have been like five years? No. Longer. Grand Theft Auto 5 came out in 2013. Yeah. yeah. And then Red Dead 2 came out 2018. 18. 18. So yeah. five years. Yeah, five oh, years. Right, so look at mm. you, Brad. Oh, wow. Okay. You smart Don't fight you. me. I know my basic maths. Anyway, so... Are we looking forward to it? Not even slightly. I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about it to my, look forward to it. My my thing. My thing is, I think that they can release this game in 2022, and I think it could find a pirate games always find the audience because people who like pirates are weird. Um, Same people who like ninjas. Yeah. Sea yeah. of Thieves got a massive. Well, not sea massive, but it's, it's pretty when it launched. Yeah, yeah, but now it's, it's better it's, now. Now it's got a massive now. audience. So yeah, there's, there's, there's clearly there's clearly a. But 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 Sea of Thieves lets you be a pirate. Skull and Bones lets you be a pirate ship, mm. you know? No, I think it's going to be the same sort of engine as uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, where it's like, you're a pirate, you have a ship, you have your crew, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, no, oh, well, from the marketing I've seen, it was, you are just the ship. Really? Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what, well, I'm, like that's a what I'm fairly confident that game is. Okay. Um, Could somebody out there make a pirate-themed Rocket League? Now that, no. Dude, okay, dude no, now you're no, talking. Let's oh, unpack oh, this oh, idea. Oh. Let's unpack this idea. Now we're cooking <laughs> with gas. But anyway, that game can come out in 2022. And the hype around the Ubisoft's naval combat system that we saw in Black Flag and Rogue is dead yeah. because they are not doing it anymore. Mm. It, was like, a, it was a good reason, run. It was a good run. The reason that game would have done well is if it launched a year after that where people were still hungry for a bigger iteration mm. of that. Mm. We're not, no one wants that anymore. Assassin's Creed has moved beyond that. Mm. So what's the point of doing it? I anymore? wonder if they'll do the Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey um, Origins and... Uh, a Vikings thing where, you know, aside from being able to knock the crap out of your opponents, you'll go, and this island here was discovered by Captain Cook. Now you see that, <laughs> I would, uh, that would be really, really <laughs> like cool. You do I would like that. I actually, that, I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of Origins. I thought it wasted more of my time than it deserved. But the best part about that game was the, the tour mode. Yeah. You could just walk around Egypt. And like it, I loved that. I thought that was fantastic. Mm. And Ubisoft is the best at doing fairly decent historical recreations. They, they, should, they just should just do history sims at this point. They really should. That'd, I'd, I'd, be I'd, buy, I'd buy oh, yeah, I'd history sims. I don't know. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six is still pretty good. You know what I laughed at earlier this week? They they, they announced a new um, path. What's it? Like a roadmap yeah. for the Division 2. Okay. No, so is it the Division 2 or the was Division it Rainbow two. Six? It was the, the, the Division 2. All right. And one of the things on it for like content for the Division 2 was a book <laughs> for the Division 2. Do you know who wrote the book for Division 2? It wasn't Tom Clancy. He's dead. I know, which is really, really weird. Tom Clancy's The Division 2, not written by Tom Clancy. <laughs> so his, name is just, his name is literally a brand at this point. It's, it's I have a theory as to why they still keep the Tom Clancy brand. It's because his brain is kept in a jar at Ubisoft headquarters. Um, no. It's in like a little spider machine. It's, yeah. be it's, yeah. it's because Tom Clancy had a lot of mates at the CIA, and they would tell him stuff. And um, so that's why his books kind of dug deep on scenarios that terrified the bejesus out of all of us when we read them. And I think that by keeping his name, they probably get access to stuff like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. when, when, that's a theory. That's a theory. It's, it's not confirmed. But here's the thing. Had you ever heard of Dark Winter before The Division came out? No. Did you ever know that the, 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 that, uh, the law that came out of Dark Winter was signed into law by George W. Bush about sleeper cells across the United States? Is that gen genuine? It's on Wikipedia, that's mate, and it's in their trailer. Have a look. 
That's kind of neat, actually. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. well, no, it's not. It's just basically, oh, thanks. Why don't you tell us that before the COVID nineteen well, pandemic? I, it's, it's yes, but it's neat that that, that was <laughs> a real the, thing. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Anyway, speaking of Ubisoft, I started playing Watch Dogs three again. Why? Uh, because there was a uh, uh, a, a new update. Um, Seems like a poor reason to go back to Watch Dogs yeah. three. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Remember the last time I talked about Watch Dogs three? I said like. I've always played it as a single player. Yes. I don't really care about a multiplayer. Hmm. I mean, I knocked about in the multiplayer just to see what it was like, but it was just like, well, whatever. But this had a story mission in it and a new character. Is, is th this isn't Spec Ops, is it? No. What we were talking about. No, Watch Dogs 3. Pay attention. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here. Wait, wait, no, he's not talking about Spec Ops. No, Spec games. Ops the line. I mean, the, like mission type. There was, there was oh, mission no, type uh, Spec Ops in Watch Dogs. He's uh, not that much of an idiot. Aha, so I'm not the dumbass here. <laughs> So um, I don't know if it was called Spec Ops or anything. Um, I think it might have been. It, it had a, it had, I know what you're talking about. It had a yeah. swanky name. Yeah, I did. I did. Anyway, um, so it had a, it has a new story mission. Okay. Called Swipe. I think it's called Swipe Right. Okay. Or Swipe Left. Or one of the two. But a Tinder uh, reference. Funnily enough, yes. What happens? Okay, without giving out away too much, what happens is one of your watchdogs operatives uh, runs into this woman who went on a terrible date mm -hmm. on a dating app. Where is it? Swipe right. That you if you swipe right on someone, you so you in that want, case, yeah. it's called swipe you right. You want them if you swipe right. Anyway, in that case, yeah. in that case, yeah. it's called swipe right. Anyway, this woman went on a terrible Tinder date, and you think, oh, not Tinder, because obviously that brand just yeah, does not exist in the game, case. but a dating app where you swipe right. So she went on a, a date with a bloke called Hendrix, and Whoa. Hendrix turns out to be a massive bellend. Yeah. Um, and but what she found out on the date as he got progressively drunker is that he was blackmail he's blackmailing his boss who's into something incredibly shady which he said um, he wouldn't go into too much detail but he did tell her that it was funding terrorist organizations Jesus, okay so, so that's something you want to talk about on your first date obviously uh, well it depends how paralytic you he's are he's just yeah. trying to cultivate a, an air a of, of intrigue of trust, of mystery yeah. anyway so you as dead set go really yeah. so <laughs> you send someone to go on a date with hendrix and you and basically go down the rabbit hole from there, and um, that's kind of sick. Actually, that's, there, a, that's a cool setup for. A is there a dating sim mechanic though? No. Oh, ah. ah, wasted opportunity. But um, you know, there, there, there's quite there's some quite well put together missions. In fact, a lot of the missions in the well, I say missions. It is a one mission, but a lot of the things you do actually are quite cool. Yeah. And it reveal and this is what I said to you the other day um, that it reveals to me what the major problem that you had with Watch Dogs. What the, the characters were utterly terrible and yeah. bland and boring. Yes, and why that is, right? Why is that? Okay, so here's the thing about Swipe Right. You'll go to, for example, to uh, the date and you have to recruit a getaway driver to get to another part of this particular mission. Sure. If you have one that's already in your team, fine, brilliant. Mm. Then you have to recruit a DJ because this guy apparently also wants to get into music. Sure. If you don't have one, you have to find one. Mm. And you know you won't have one because one didn't exist in the original, the original. base mm. game. Um, she gives you static, and so you find out that she's been hacking the NHS. So you have to bust into the NHS's uh, database to find out what she was doing, right? There's two ways you can do this. You can either, you know, remotely hack it or you can or you can go into a NHS outlet that is run by Bloom mm -hmm. right now 
if you go in there as a normal operative or like a, an operative like the assassin or the drone expert or whatever, you know, it turns into a gunfight. However, if you have an ex-paramedic in your team, you just wander in there, help yourself and wander out very stealthily. Very cool. Right. There's another scene where you have to get into a government building that is run by Albion. Mm. Right. Mm. You can go in there guns blazing. You can send a spider bot in. But if you have an Albion operative in your team, you just saunter in there, stealthily go about and you wander out. Mm. So it actually gives you a lot of options in how you approach the different missions, because nice, yeah. by this stage, you've built up your team. Mm. Exactly. Right. And this is where this dovetails into your problem. These aren't characters. They're skill sets. Yes. That's it. Uh, That's it. Right. Now, can you imagine the amount of money AI writing and uh, voice recording the whole nine yards it would take to make all of those characters well-rounded characters like the way they were in Watch Dogs 2? No. Yes. It's, it would take an exorbitant amount of money. Exactly. It's a lot way of Way too expensive. I, and I, and that, that is why they went the route of randomly generating them. Exactly. Yes. And that's and I the, like it though. And that's the thing. It's like, like that's why your issue exists is because there's too many cooks in the exactly. kitchen. Yeah. Exactly. Too many things going on. When yeah. you make everyone a playable character, yeah. no one is a playable character. Yeah. Well, no, they are playable characters. They're oh, just sorry, not playable sorry. Characters, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They become they become entities because they're, they're, arch they're archetypes to you know for you or for the AI to fill. Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. 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 The other thing it threw into sharp relief, which was like um, going back to our conversation and when we first talked about Watch Dogs Three on this podcast, is um, you said, "Well, how close to the real London mm. is the London of Watch Dogs Three? And playing it again, you know, where, when I'm not like racing against the clock to get this bloody review out for, <laughs> yeah. a, for, for a publication overseas, I suddenly realized what my massive problem with the approximation of London was. Yeah. It's a ghost town, right? I mean, you're driving down the road in Holborn towards Oxford Circus, and there are like 12 people walking around mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. four or five cars. And it's like, if you've ever been to London, You'll know that's, You'll that's know the, <laughs> that's I mean, not the case. Outside of early pandemic days, that's not what London's like. And here's, yeah. the, th and here's the thing. It also show, threw into sharp relief. It's like, you know, open world games come out. Open world driving games come out. And, um, you know, it shows why Rockstar are the past masters of this sort of thing. Um, mainly because of the fact that if you're driving around in... Um, Watch Dogs 3, the last thing you want to do is actually experience London traffic. Exactly. Which is bumper yeah. to bumper <laughs> all the way down, right? Being carved up by a black cab. Mm. Whereas in like the difference between Grand Theft Auto 4 and Grand Theft Auto 5, and I love both of them, mm. but the thing was in Grand Theft Auto 4, you did get into gridlock on the, on, on the turnpike. Yeah. You did get into gridlock on what was the Brooklyn or the Manhattan Bridge. Yeah. Um, you know, unless you had a motorbike that you were prepared to zip around traffic through through that gridlock, you know, it got really, really Irritating. frustrating, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a testament to how frustrating it got that by the time I had leveled up Nico Bellic to like, you know, levels where he had a huge bank balance and an apartment on yeah. the the, uh, the approximation of the Manhattan Island, I spent most of my money on cabs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I could just, just zip around the place. Yeah, yeah so just I could just fast traffic, travel. Yeah. And, and when you're in a, in, a, in, a, in a game where driving is a large component, that says a lot. It does. Then you have a look at Grand Theft Auto V, 
right? You still get the impression that, you know, the vibe of Los Angeles. There's, this place is alive. There's yeah. people living yeah, here. Exactly. You know, there's loads of people walking around. There is traffic, but, you know, you're, you're not going to get stuck in a traffic jam at any point. And it's like, Rockstar create the vibe of New York perhaps too accurately. Too accurately, yeah. And learn their lessons in Grand Theft Auto V as an approximation of Los Angeles, which is like loads of traffic, loads of people, but still you can zip around in there. Mm. Whereas like Watch Dogs 3's answer to that problem was, let's have four people walking around in three cars. And they, and and they don't capture the vibe yeah. of that, London yeah, at that, all. That just completely takes you out of it. Yeah, yeah it's not great. Hmm. not right. a big fan of Watch Dogs. I'd also point out that um, you can catch a train in the middle of the night on the underground in Watch Dogs 3, which you can't you in real life. You can't do that. This is complete shit. What a bullshit game. <laughs> you Garbage. You designed this. Garbage. Completely Two out of ten. No. Completely unplayable. No, I, you know, it's like I said, I mean, I <laughs> I am kind of looking, I, I'm not I'm looking forward to it, but I am sort of interested to see what the next drop will bring us. But mm -hmm. like, you know, the big selling point of the season part, one of the big selling points of it was the return of Aiden Pierce. And you're like, yeah, great. I can't wait to play the bloke who sounds like he smokes a bajillion cigarettes a day. And he talks like this to everyone who yeah, is, yeah. Nikki, I must protect you. Please. Here's the weird thing. The, 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 the new character in Watch Dogs 3 um, is uh, someone who has mind control powers. Okay. Like actual sure. mind control? Like, <laughs> Why not? Hang Why on, we? hang on. Like actual mind control or like, like tech-based mind well, control? Well, this is the thing. I was breaking into one of the, uh, the, the, the sections of the missions. <laughs> and I literally just took control of one of the uh, enemies and went around hitting people with crowbars. Sure, why not? Why I not? guess we can just, it's, it's, it's Ubisoft. I mean, well, it would be weird if they didn't have a mind control mechanic in their game, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, anyway, uh, returning to <laughs> returning to reality. How's well, Pokemon Snap? Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Snap's great. I love Pokemon Snap. Y'all can take your, 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 your Londons and your hacking. I'm going to go off to my, my, lenta, my, my lentil region. Is it still like um, you forcing animals to kill each no, other? It's no, not. it's okay, not. It's, good. it's the complete opposite. You know how people don't like zoos because it's like keeping animals in captivity? Mm. This is like for people who go to game reserves instead of All right. zoos, right? Because you just put into a little Jurassic World like pod thing and it puts you in a little track and you go along and you just take pictures of all the Pokemon and it's great. It is. Is that all you do? Well, look, there's. So it's, to, to, to broaden it out, right, the, ma the main way of inter main form of interaction in this game is taking pictures of Pokemon, right? But right. then you are given specific goals, right? You know, the pr Professor Mirror will tell you, um, I need a picture of a Torterra yawning. And you've got to figure out, all right, there's a Torterra, how the shit do I get it to yawn? Right. And you, know, you can throw an apple at its head and wakes it up and it yawns Gives and you take it, yeah. a picture. Um, so there's stuff like that. Sometimes they like are very explicit, like, hey, we need a picture of this dog trio eating. Cool, throw an apple, get it to eat. Goal sorted, challenge sorted. But other times they're like, hey, there's like a weird movement in the grass there. Like we've tried throwing food at it, nothing's coming out. Can you figure out how to get that whatever's behind there? And then you have to figure out, okay, I need to like throw a bit of food over there. I need to scan so like it like figures out that there's something close by it, play some music off the music box that's in the pod thing, and then like gets your attention and walks out and, oh, look, there's a little wormple coming to get your food now because you woke it up and it was sleeping in the grass. You couldn't see it before. So like there's multiple forms of interaction, but it all builds down to take a good picture. And I it's 
great. And then Professor Mirror uh, and then, ranks it for you. Yeah, yeah. and this is like, and then Professor Mirror comes and says, "Aight, this picture was good. This one is complete shit. Go, go away." <laughs> not, Professor not Mirror as, sounds like a real ass. Not, not in as many words. Not as many words. It sounds like you're working for some animal fashion magazine. What the hell is this crap, Brad? Get, Get out me of here! Pictures of spider. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Parker. Um, but it, it, the, the, the main issue with the game, as chill as it is and as much fun as it is just going through these, is a fairly decent variety of zones, right? And the more times you go, it, it's really incentivizing multiple runs through, through tracks. Okay. You go through a course, you take pictures, and if the pictures are good enough, you earn research points. You earn enough, you level up the course, which means Pokemon will start acting differently, like they'll exhibit different behaviors, mm. new Pokemon will rock up, whatnot. Um, the way the game sort of like communicates how effective you are as a photographer is kind of weird because you would think, okay, I need to get a four-star picture of this Pokemon. When I say out of one to four, one to four stars, okay, what do you, what, what do you think that means? Uh, one being the worst, four being the best? Yeah. Incorrect. You need to get a one picture, a one star, a two star, a three star, and a four star picture of every Pokemon. Oh. Oh. And then those stars are ranked by bronze, silver, gold, platinum. Uh which is kind of weird because there's different like criteria for how to get them, right? Like a four-star picture is a rarer event, like um, uh, um, a ducklet flying, right? Because mm. ducklets don't fly all that often. But then you have to get it in the center of the shot. You need to get it like a decent like size. You need to have an interesting background, and then that changes the... the, the Rank of the stars. Uh, that it, it's a weird. So it's basically Pokemon crossed with David Attenborough crossed with the Devil Wears Prada. A little bit, kind of. A little bit, yeah. That, it sounds a bit convoluted, but that kind of makes sense. It makes it makes sense because I just wish they communicated a mm. bit more efficiently. Because there's some pictures you're like, I, this is this is a, a, a platinum picture, right? This Bidoof is looking me dead in the eye. Like this is beautiful. And Professor Moore's like, ah, it's like it's like a silver. Okay, okay right, right, because sure. there wasn't another Pokemon in the shot. What, do you want me to squeeze in the toe of a, I don't know, a Grookey? That, what, that means nothing. No, like, what I, are you you know, do? You, you, give, you give your picture to Professor Murray and he kind of just sucks his thumb and goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like so, so two, two bonds yeah. and you go, yeah. why? And he yeah. goes, I don't know, I'm going to take this camera. Just, just like, get, just out, go, get out of my face. Yeah. But it's 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 a very relaxing, very chill game. It's wow. I've really I've really really enjoyed. It doesn't sound like a very encouraging boss. So I'm not as much of a Pokemon fanatic as you are, but um, I do know a couple. Pokemaniac, please. Pokemon, excuse me, my bad. But I do know that the Pokemon professors are all named after trees. Is this is there a mirror tree, or is this just because it's, it's a, it's, it's, a, a s it's a camera? It's a camera thing. Mirrorless cameras. Oh, okay. It's because because it's a photography game. That's well, kind of neat. So it's because it's, it's a spin-off. It's a spin-off game. Spin so it's a spin-off game. What, what's what's kind of cool is that I never played the original Pokemon Snap, but the the character you play as in Pokemon Snap returns as like a fully fledged Pokemon photographer. Like that's his job now, and he trains you how to like take pictures. And I was like, that's kind of neat. You know, mm. people who play the original probably get a real kick out of that. That's the, neat. The logistics of the Pokemon world continue to baffle me, no where, where everyone's Pokemon. profession is just Pokemon centric. Pokemon centric, yeah. I don't really think you should spend too much time worrying about it. I think that you should take the um, <clears throat> the the attitude of uh, the Michael York character in Austin Powers when Austin Powers goes back in time, mm. and Austin has all these questions for him. And Michael York goes, I think you shouldn't spend too much time thinking about it and just have a good time. Yeah. And he looks at the audience and goes, and that goes for you too. <laughs> <laughs>
Basically, that's all right. No, 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 fair enough. Fair but enough. it's 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 a great game. It's, it's tell you what, I've never had any time for Pokemon whatsoever. But you know, how old were you when the first Pokemon came out? Well, four hundred and twelve. But uh, I can't remember. That seems inaccurate. I can't, I, the, fir the first, the first uh, reference to Pokemon I ever saw was a Roger Ebert movie review of the first Pokemon oh, really? film. That's, oh. And I was like, what the hell is this? And, but I have to say, as someone who's you know, not one of the converted, I have nothing but admiration but for the myriad applications that the makers of Pokemon have I able to squeeze out I'm of able to squeeze out of that. Wild, hey? You know, it's, it's incredible. Um, card game, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon this, Pokemon, Pokemon oh, Go. Poke Pokemon Go is huge. Pokemon Go. Yeah, for like a year and then, actually, I mean, it's still My big. Dudes, but the, no. the first three months Pokemon Go came out in 2016, I was at university. <laughs> And it was the most magical three months of my entire life. Like no, no one got you needed to done. be you needed to be on a university campus or something like that when Pokemon Go came out. Mm. Like, screw Pokemon Snap, I don't give a shit. Anyway, um, because it was this case of like even people who didn't know Pokemon are like, hey, mm. you hear about Pokemon Go? And like I just started I just started going with my then girlfriend and we were she she didn't know a thing about Pokemon. I said to her, let's let's like play Pokemon Go together. And it was this amazing thing. As it sort of spread around the campus, you would walk around Mm. The, the quads and people were just sitting catching and then like a, someone would drop a lure and more people would all of a sudden just rock up mm. and then lure would go down and someone would just throw up their hand being like I'll drop another one <laughs> and someone would drop a lure and people were sitting there talking making friends trying to oh look did you capture this there were like whole walking parties that went through campus just mm. like at, overnight like nights mm. because Gramson isn't a very especially safe place um, at night mm. so people wanted to catch night Pokemon so mm. we gathered people together for massive groups mm. and we were it was I, I saw I saw YouTube clips of this, and it, and when I say I saw YouTube clips of this, I, I I saw it uploaded by you know South African YouTubers, yeah, mm -hmm. like and then Japanese YouTubers, and and it and it was just like gaggles of people like the Walking Dead running around, <laughs> but well, well not like the Walking Dead, but it's like everyone's having a grand old and, time. And it, was and it was this whole like it was a sense of community because both <coughs> that, that 2016 started off with particularly terrible protests at Rhodes University. Mm. And I wouldn't say terrible. I would say passionate. Yes, passionate for a a necessary cause. Mm. Mm. But when I say terrible, I meant more from the reaction that it received from outsiders. Mm. Um, oh God! Don't because even get me wow, started. it was terrible. But the way people were treated. Anyway, that's not here nor there. But everyone is in such dire spirits after that. And Pokemon Go came out, and it was like this beautiful, like reforming of mm. like that community. It mm. was that's still cool. the most magical three mm. months. I Dude, I'm that, and this is why I've always been filled with admiration for the Pokemon franchise. Yeah, I mean, because like it, it does have that. It brings people together. Really. It brings people together, um, and it's. I mean, and you know, the people who love it really, really love it, and they have this kind of almost emotional connection with people who do love it. Yeah, no, it's know? great. It's great. It is. Max, what's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon. Oh, dude. Um, what's his name? The 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 one who predicts uh, danger incoming. Absol. 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 Yeah. Or Mewtwo, but I mean, that's a freaking. Yeah. But Absol. I, I, I've, I've always been a, la a Lapras man myself, but then Heath Marseille's husband pointed out to me that I, I should really like Psyduck because Psyduck is a Pokemon <laughs> that is constantly suffering from a headache because it's got too much built up potential psychic energy. Yeah. So it's always walking around holding its head and headache. And I was like, shit, I relate to that. <laughs> oh, man, I relate to that. So I'm, I'm leaning more towards Psyduck these days. Anyway. It's also got a sick evolution. Gold sick evolution. Golduck is freaking cool, man. Very, very cool. Anyway, should we wrap the show up? I like games.
Sorry, that was my contribution to the Pokemon <laughs> conversation. What would next favorite Pokemon be? I don't know. No, no, no. We're, no, we're going to decide for you. I, I kind of want to say Ursarang, but that's just because he's wearing the lumber the lumberjack shirt and he's it, got the I beard. Yeah. I was going to say Tentacruel. Tentacruel? Ooh. Tentacruel. Why? Very, very cool Pokemon. Very Ooh, cool. no, next a shell. Uh, uh, a cloister. Look. No, nah, maybe not a cloister. I, I'm not a. I'm, I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not a Pokemon. I'm a man. You're a man. Right. Well, with that said, Nick is indeed a man. Sitting, we can see him. Am I a man? You yes, I am a man. man. Technically, yes. In the most scientific definition. Yeah. Wrap us up, Max, please, dear God. Before That's this gets uh, into anything weird. <laughs> before we, before, because we could just chat for ages. But uh, this has been stuffing around. Uh, thank you for joining me, Nick. You're welcome. And uh, for the last time, thank you for joining us, Brad. Well, thank maybe you. not. You could come back I at could, some I could point. Guess. I could but, uh, back, yeah. you know, for the last time for a while, thank you for being on the show with us. You've, you've made it a really, uh, really cool experience. Yeah, we actually are um, going to miss you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very sad. Despite all the abuse that's hurled your way. I know. I'm genuinely sad. This is like one of the highlights of my week. It's, mm. it's going to be kind of sad. But mm. We'll miss you, I'll Brad. come back. Yeah, I will come back. I have been uh, Max. And uh, thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back again next week with all, uh, all the gaming news and uh, uh, gaming thoughts and opinions of Stuff's team. Uh, Which is now reduced to two. Two. <laughs> Maybe three soon. Who hmm. knows? Anyway, we'll see you around.